Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. Welcome along, everybody. It is officially, I don't know why I said officially, officially testing week. We are here. We're talking about Formula One, and Formula One is just around the corner as we're filming this. We've got three days to go, Tommy, until a 6.50 a.m. start for Bahrain day one testing. Thank goodness we love Formula One because not much gets me up at 6.50 a.m., but seeing Formula One cars back on track for what feels like forever and all the cars, hopefully, if they all work, um, yeah, can't wait. So essentially what we're going to do today is we're going to dive into each F1 teammate pairing and predict who we think will finish higher. So let's get into Williams, Sargent versus Albon. Now, I don't think either of our answers are going to be particularly surprising here, Tommy, for this one. I have gone for Alex Albon. I think Alex Albon should, in theory, destroy Logan Sargent just purely from the fact that he is a more experienced Formula One racer and he destroyed Nicholas Latifi. Not that, you know, it's not the greatest achievement of his life, but Albon, I think, has fit in quite nicely into that Williams outfit. And I see Sargent having a big learning curve. And realistically, I think Albon will be on top pretty much every single race weekend. Now, with the predictions... We are also going to do a demolition scale. Oh, yes, that's right. So we make the prediction, but then we also judge how badly whoever wins will beat the other person. And it's between a scale of one to ten. Kind of goes with the F1 to ten series that we have. Hey, hey, look at that branding. Uh, So one is just beats them. I'm talking an absolute slither. And ten is an absolute whitewash, not even a competition. So I'm going to rate this pairing eight nice i yeah no surprise i've also gone for alex alban if you watch the prediction video i was obviously saying that i didn't think sergeant would do that well but it's mainly the fact that he's in what i think will be the worst car on the grid and he's got a far more experienced teammate and i think alban is actually maybe his performance has been a bit underrated but it's also really hard to tell because he's been against uh, a latifi in poor form so i to say the least to say the least yeah so i'm gonna say a alban nine out of ten um i think particularly at the start of the year uh logan needs to get up to speed quickly and when we say whitewash in the demolition scale, it's probably worth saying that that doesn't mean just 23 and 0 in qualifying this is like full-blown every session just smashing you know what i mean so eight's pretty heavy nine's getting there uh, so you feel like alban will comprehensively beat uh, sergeant this year not that when we look at the table that there'll be a potentially a massive points difference between them because it's williams and we're not expecting the most insane improvement from them but let's see let's keep an open mind our next team is alpha towery sonoda versus devries Now, if I'm going with what I kind of said in the season predictions, this is going to have to be quite a heavy demolition grade. So I've gone for Sonoda. And for my demolition grade, I'm going to go with another eight. 
I feel like Sonoda, if I'm go- if I'm backing what I predicted only a week ago <laughs> that uh, De Vries could lose his race seat, then I have to be backing Sonoda here. And it, as much as it's, I would say, make or break for De Vries in the sense of he has to prove himself out the blocks to be able to keep a Formula One seat, I think it might also be the same for Yuki Sonoda in a lot of ways. Um, there's no guarantees that he's going to be able to stay in Formula One with another mediocre season. He has got the pace and the potential. So I would like to, I, I sound like the fanboy of Sonoda here, Tommy. I, I feel like we've kind of swapped places here. But yeah, I think Sonoda's going to have a decent season. He's going to step into that team leader role, which Gasly, of course, kind of had before. And he's going to step his game up and beat De Vries. I really hope you're right. I am less confident. I've still gone for Sonoda uh, to beat De Vries. Uh, it's strange to think this will be Yuki's third season um f1 but i don't think he's going to absolutely wipe the floor with de Vries. so i've gone for a two out of ten i think it'd be quite close between them maybe de Vries takes a bit of a while to get up to speed but then uh i think sonoda uh will be better but i do worry that yuki might still just have some of those races where when once it kind of unravels and goes wrong he just has an absolute mare um for example you know say say austria where he cut the pit lane he did it twice or hungary where something went wrong and then rather than just kind of continuing at the back it just went worse and worse and he ended up laps and laps down and you're like what on earth has happened here so hopefully not i hope you're right and i'm wrong Not long to wait until we find out. Okay, so we, we've both agreed on the first two. Very exciting. Let's see if we agree on the third one. Haas, Magnussen versus Hulkenberg. For me, this one's very clear. I think it'll be quite close. However, I am backing Nico Hulkenberg. I believe on the demolition scale, it'll be a measly three out of 10. So Hulkenberg and three for me. I think Nico is a very good driver as much as he has the worst unwanted record of no podiums with the most amount of starts. And we've already discussed that we don't think that that's going to change. And he's actually going to extend his lead with this particular record, if you can call it a lead. But I still think that he is a, he's he's born to be in the midfield is Nico Hulkenberg. And I think he's, he's shown before as well that he's able to jump into a car at very late notice and deliver uh, he did that with Racing Point, of course, if you remember a few years ago. And I think it won't be any different for Hulkenberg jumping in this season. I think he'll be quite quick to to get up to speed and he'll beat Magnussen over the course of the season. So there you go. Three out of 10 on the demolition scale. I've gone for Hulkenberg as well. As you know, I picked him as the surprise of the year because I think some people think he's washed. And like you say, he's got that podium record uh, hanging over him or the unwanted podium record, as it were. But I think Hulkenberg will be more consistent. I've gone for a five, and that's more that I think on the demolition scale, I'm kind of including the fact that I think pace-wise they'll be close, but the reason it's a five for me is I think Hulkenberg will score a lot more points. Um, But I didn't think it was worthy of... I think I think Hulkenberg will score more points, but I didn't want to put it too high on the scale because that kind of makes it sound like Magnussen won't be anywhere near him pace-wise, but I don't think that'll be the case. I think they will be fairly close, 
but I think Hulkenberg is the one that's going to pick up the points when the Haas is quite good and Magnussen will be picking up meatball flags after trying to go side by side with with Lewis Hamilton through um, Baku Castle sections and things. Um, so we'll, we will see, but... Uh, to I've be fair, he might five. well he might well go for a side by side with his own teammate, and therefore Hulkenberg might not be able to pick up as many points uh, if they're both crashing. But yeah, maybe Magnussen will have taken a few learnings from last year. Uh, yeah. You hope so, anyway, with the amount of points he kind of lost through audacious moves, to say the least. Mm. They were they sort of they're all now like joking about the whole suck my balls and ha ha it's water under the bridge. But I wonder, like you say, if uh, they're getting a bit racy at turn one which has teammates have done a lot in the past uh particularly magnuson with grosjean uh it happens so whether they'll still be besties and and all that afterwards we will find out well the fact that we are hyping and talking up the whole gasly versus ocon thing and all they mm. did was crop a photo uh or two on instagram <laughs> whereas <pathetic>, really <laughs> whereas magnuson's told him to suck his balls i think that that's uh that's i mean evidence right there that they had a little bit of a falling out but uh yeah. but yeah it should be it's going to be a very interesting partnership i think uh and fingers crossed for our viewing pleasure has come out the blocks absolutely firing around like the third row of the grid and uh, then we'll see what they're made of we now move to aston martin alonso versus stroll no surprises here i am backing fernando alonso and on the demolition scale i'm going nine i think it's going to be quite quite heavily in the favour of Fernando Alonso. I am a little bit worried, not not for Stroll as such, but worried for my own prediction that Stroll might do the thing where he just pops up in P10 now and again and you'd have no idea how he manages it. And you're pretty convinced Lawrence Stroll has paid the circuit organisers for a little cheeky shortcut that the cameras <laughs> didn't pick up. But realistically, I think Alonso is going to be quite a bit better than Stroll. Alonso proved last year that he has got the minerals, very much so still in that locker of the 40-odd-something uh, human being that he is. And, yeah, it's going to be the rise of Alonso, and Stroll is just going to have a great time just chilling uh, in the season because he doesn't have to worry about his race seat. To be fair, you did say qualifying was the one where Alonso would would whitewash him, and I tend to agree that Alonso would probably um, completely own uh, Stroll in qualifying for the entirety of the season. However, I'm a little less optimistic because of that whole stroll strategy thing that we saw maybe with Vettel, even the final race in Abu Dhabi where Vettel was having an absolute incredible race and then all of a sudden strolls ahead of him. And I think Alonso will not enjoy that if he's the one uh, on the end of that. So, How much do you I've believe for... for that particular... Sorry, Tom, before you go into that, how much do you believe that Lawrence Stroll did not want Vettel to have an incredible race for his final race to make his son look rubbish in their final clash no, together. I don't think it was that. I think they did generally do quite a bad strategy. but And they were fighting was... in the constructors as well, weren't they, at yeah, the time? They were. So, so I guess it, made, it makes no sense. It made no sense. I think it was just they were hoping for something good, maybe a safety car or something that never came, and it didn't didn't work in their favour. Uh so I'd be surprised if if they they would do that. Um, obviously, it fits the whole Stroll thing of them them favouring him. But I think Stroll did have the the better strategies throughout the year. It just seemed to work out better for him. And I worry that that'll be the same with um, with that. So I'm going to go for a seven out of ten 
for Alonso. I thought you would have maybe dropped a little 10, to be honest, Tommy, because, uh, well, look, you back Fernando Alonso at every point ever. Even when we're not talking about Fernando Alonso, you back him. <laughs> so a seven, surprising. There's still that bit in the back of my mind that just thinks his car will be on fire every race. That's fair. If you're a Fernando Alonso fan, you never can guarantee anything uh, when it comes to his luck. This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. Witness history at the French Open, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May the 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Okay, we now move to Alfa Romeo. Bottas versus Joe. For me, for this one, I am backing Valtteri Bottas. And I believe on the demolition scale, we're going to go with a 4 out of 10. I think Joe definitely showed glimpses of of brilliance last year against his teammate Bottas, an experienced teammate at that. And yeah, I think there'll be maybe more of the same of Bottas. We'll have a few more masterclasses in him and have some great drives. If you remember the start of last year, he was doing amazing things in the Alfa Romeo. I think more consistently wise Bottas will, will deliver, but that's not to say that Joe won't have some, some great times as well. So I think four out of tens kind of gives a, a good sort of picture as to what I think is going to happen. So this is my bold, oh, bold prediction. I'm going to go that Zhou Guan Yu beats Bottas over the season. So I've gone for Zhou Guan Yu, um, but not by a huge amount. Uh, I'm not that confident. I've gone for a two out of 10. Uh, so I've gone for the bold prediction and then kind of bottled it a bit by going, uh, only a two. Um, but for me, I think that Zhou improved over the year. Uh, he was very unfortunate when um, the alpha was good that, that he had a bit of a, a poor luck and reliability. And maybe Bottas, maybe the honeymoon period is over a bit in terms of the the start of that year. He was so excited to be at a new team and uh, he was performing absolutely brilliantly. And then towards the end of the year, we didn't see the same Bottas. So uh, I'm going to predict that Zhou Guan Yu beats him. Saucy. Let's see. We love Clip to see it, it now. I don't think it's the, the most far-fetched of no. you know opinions ever. I think it 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 genuinely could happen if Show gets some good luck, which would be nice for him uh, after what happened last year and the amount of failures that he had. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm not going to completely disagree with that. I think Bottas will come out on top, but it'll be fascinating to watch those two. Um, but Bottas with his haircut, how can you bet against him? Like what a <laughs> what a style he's currently rocking. Absolutely, we'll see see if it's it's good for him or not. All, all that weight saving that the teams are doing, scratching paint off, and then he turns up with a mullet and a mustache. Yeah, maybe he'll have to shave off the uh, the mustache for some some extra gains because you know every every milligram clearly counts when it comes to uh, the weight of these cars. Let's move on now to Alpine Gasly versus Ocon. So this one probably won't be much of a surprise in terms of our answers. I don't know what Thomas is, but I'm imagining if you've watched our season predictions, you'll know who we're backing here. I am going to back Esteban Ocon. And on the demolition scale, 
I'm going for a six out of ten. I think Ocon, with the fact that he has Alpine around him, he's settled into the team very, very much so. And if anything, is their golden child a little bit? Uh, whether you agree that should be the case, that's that's up to you. But Ocon had a great season last year. He was consistent. He had some brilliant drives. Uh, Japan fourth place is one that absolutely sticks in the mind. And I think it's going to be more of the same. We could see some fireworks. We saw slight sparks between Ocon and Alonso at times last year. And I feel like there'll be uh, some strong altercations, I think, between Gasly and Ocon over the course of the year. Even if they say it's all, you know, it's all squashed, we're all, we're fine. One small moment, the team radio is going to be fantastic. Uh, so I can't wait for that, but I think Ocon will come out on top and six out of 10. It'd be such a letdown now, wouldn't it, if it, they did actually, like nothing happened throughout the whole year. Drive, drive to survive cameras on them or every weekend kind of pushing them into each other going, come on, have a fight, do something. And uh, they just they just don't. So I've gone for Ocon as well. Like you say, uh, I predicted Gasly in the, in the predictions as the biggest flop. Um, and I'm doubling down and going the Ocon uh, beats him comprehensively. And I've gone for an 8 out of 10. I think Ocon is incredibly underrated, uh, and I think he's gonna he's gonna show what he can do, and I, I just I just worry that Gasly will struggle uh, against him. So yeah, eight out of ten in Ocon's favor. I think he's gonna score a lot more points that, than Gasly. Wow, that that's a surprise to me, Tommy. Fair mm. play to you. Look at you dropping some bombs now. We love to see it. <laughs> okay, let's go to McLaren now. Norris versus Piastri. This one, I think, probably has the most split in terms of where people think this teammate rivalry could go. Uh, but for me, I am going to go with Lando Norris and demolition scale of four out of ten. I think Lando Norris over the course of a season will outperform Oscar Piastri, but I don't think it's going to be anywhere near the margin that a lot of people are thinking of course you know if you've listened to our other stuff you'll know that i'm back in piastri is the the, the best biggest surprise in a, in a good way um and i think he will outperform norris on the occasional weekend but over the course of a season lando is so fearlessly consistent that i think any teammate will struggle uh to score more points than him over the course of a year um but look i think piastri is going to have some moments in the sun as well so i've gone for lando norris as well uh but i've gone a bit higher with a six out of ten I think that, you know, if you look at last year, uh, Daniel Ricciardo and how it, how it went with him, I'm not backing that it's going to go completely the same way and that Norris is a complete teammate killer. But I think Norris is driving incredibly well. He's incredibly consistent, like you say. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if uh, he ends up sort of putting these amazing best of the rest performances uh, and as getting to the end of the season and just wishing that he had a car to be able to deliver the the talent that a lot of people think he has. Wasn't there a stat as well going around that it was a little bit inflated in the sense that it was percentages, but was it percentage top 10 and then Lando was like top five of all time or something ridiculous? Yeah, yeah, it's mad. I think he was like third or fourth on the list just because he's very consistent, finishes a lot of races, cars don't really break down anymore. And uh, yeah, points go all the way down to 10th, so... Uh, he, he, I think Lando's one of those people that you don't really tend to see many mistakes from him. Now, people will always go, oh, Russia, um, and that sort of looms over him. But 
I don't I don't personally count that as this huge error that some people do because it was I watched that race back actually it was on it was on tv the other day and I was like I, I really want some Formula One in my life so I watched it uh, and it was heartbreaking because you know it was his chance to win and that just happens unfortunately sometimes you know he would have looked like the hero if it have stayed out so I, I, it's not like he slammed it in the wall in a, in a dry um dry race at the end and, and bottled it so he's a very consistent driver and I think that's what's going to be difficult for Piastri because Piastri is going to um have to get up to speed quite quickly and not make you know if he if he wants to be up there with Lando he's going to have to do it without pushing too far that he ends up in in the wall in sessions and things yeah and and you, you know you mentioned the 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 Russian Grand Prix then and that was very much a 50-50 gamble I'm pretty sure yeah. Lewis said that he would have carried on had Lando gone in the pits so it was literally a, a roll of the dice um but how do you see the the the, the six out of 10 that you say for Piastri, is that more the fact that he will just be consistently off the pace? Or do you see there will be moments where Piastri is potentially on a par with him, but then other times he'll be quite far off? How do you see it? Uh, I personally see it as it's a kind of nine out of 10 for the first five races, and then more like a three out of 10 for the rest of the year. Okay, some some teething problems then yeah, for Oscar Piastri. Natural as a, as a rookie. A lot yeah. kind of pressure on him really to to succeed but then no one really thinks he'll beat Lando so we shall see got got an opportunity okay now it's Mercedes time Hamilton versus Russell this one's spicy I reckon purely because look last year George Russell did in fact beat Lewis Hamilton but then how would you measure that as a demolition scale because if anything Hamilton was potentially quicker than Russell over the course or, or more consistently um, faster than Russell over the course of the year, but Russell scored more consistently. Um, so I guess it would be a, a Russell, but a one out of 10 that you, yeah, you I guess you'd kind I'd of say, yeah. grade that. Uh, so for me, I think that Hamilton will come out on top in this particular rivalry and it will be a three out of 10. So I, I feel as though Lewis will be even more, fired up this year in my opinion not only because he didn't get a race win last year and the record was broken and or the streak sorry was broken um but also the fact that he would not have taken kindly to russell beating him in the title there's no no two ways about it even if there are explanations and reasons hamilton would not have enjoyed that so for me a complete mental reset going into this year uh, i think that he will perform more consistently and especially that that dip that he had at the start of last year and Russell was, you know, banging in top fives and Hamilton just, whether it's because of the setup or well, however you want to explain it, he lost a lot of points to George. I just don't see that happening this year. Whether Lewis not actually willing to do these experimental things, we'll see. Maybe they won't have to because I foresee Mercedes to be a lot closer to the front than, than they were, especially uh, at the start of last year. So yeah, Hamilton for me, three out of 10. I've gone for Hamilton as well. Uh, and I've gone a four out of 10. I think he will, will be, uh, I think it will be close between them in some races and George will still be that uh, consistent driver. But I think last year, like you say, if we'd have had those races where maybe Hamilton wasn't um, experimenting with certain things, uh, if that's what you choose to believe, I mean, based on how much his car was bouncing uh, in places like Baku, 
it probably was true. And then when we got to the kind of more normal races at the end of the season, you could even argue Brazil, um, George Russell, don't want to take anything away from him. He was absolutely brilliant. And you can't take anything away from him that he beat Hamilton over a season, regardless of how he did it. But even in that race, you can argue that Hamilton, you know, had the collision with Max and then still got into a situation where he was chasing Russell um, for for the victory. So it kind of suggests that Hamilton did have a pace advantage. So yeah, I'm going to go for, for Hamilton will be quicker, but um, it's not going to be like a whitewash like we maybe thought last year. Mm. Like I certainly did. And uh, boy, did George prove us wrong. Just as a little extra, because um, we did predict last year, didn't we, about uh, how many points uh, Hamilton would beat Russell. So I'm going to put you on the spot right now, Tommy, and ask for the same thing. How many points will Hamilton beat Russell this year? I'm going to say 40. Okay. I'm going to go with 29. There you go. <laughs> is, is that is that really specific? So if it's exactly right, we can clip it and post it, and you're like you an know absolute it. genius. A clock, is, even a broken clock, is right twice a day. So yeah. there you go. Okay, we now move on to Ferrari, Leclerc versus Signs. I don't think it's any surprise who I'm going to back in this particular teammate rivalry. I am going to go with Charles Leclerc, and on the demolition scale. I am going to stick and submit a 6 out of 10. I think Charles Leclerc is the stronger of the two uh, in terms of over the course of a season. Sainz had a slow start, but was quick towards the end of last year. You can't deny that. But I think that some of that has to be down to Charles Leclerc just being like a little bit demotivated considering the Ferrari was going backwards. He was out of the championship fight. Um, I think there are some explanations, not that that is, you know, he shouldn't be letting his motivation slip, but we're all human. Um, so for me, I think Leclerc will come out the the blocks firing wherever that Ferrari allows him to fire. We will find out. And yeah, I think it will be still quite comprehensively in, in Leclerc's favour. I've gone for Leclerc as well. Uh, I've gone for a five out of 10. Uh, I also think, you know, Le- Leclerc's quicker for me no doubt uh obviously had his inconsistencies but then lost a lot of a lot of points that weren't his fault so um if you actually look on the the points last year it's a really difficult one because if we were doing this demolition scale last year of what actually happened i'd say leclerc beat science comprehensively there wasn't really uh, maybe mexico one race where science was actually quicker on pace than than Leclerc is very rare anyway um but they were quite close on points just because Leclerc lost so many through through different things so yeah Leclerc for me is still I think is going to be Ferrari's number one um he just needs to have the, the luck to, to to deliver the points um and be a bit more consistent um I think science will close up a little bit uh, I hope he does because the start of the year in particular last year was painful for him that he had that race winning car and just didn't didn't perform. So yeah, Leclerc would would do it, but um I think science will, will be closer. Yeah, the fact that the only race win he got was when he made a mistake and then it was put on a platter uh for him. Uh yeah. maybe didn't do 
him justice for some of the moments where he was uh, a bit, at least closer to Leclerc. You know, you think that if he's only a tenth or two behind, he might be able to get a race winner. You know, at some point over a twenty-three race calendar, but it, it didn't. It didn't happen. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because if science comes out the blocks a bit quicker, then you know that six out of ten that I've just given may well look pretty silly. <laughs> now the final team: Red Bull, Verstappen versus Perez. Oh, this one not going to be good if you like Sergio Perez. Um, I am backing Max Verstappen, and I think on the demolition scale, we're looking at a 8 out of 10. I think it was close to a 9, but I feel as though Verstappen obviously went through the start of the, the season and didn't like the car when you actually take into account the whole scenario that's going on there, Red Bull is built around him. He is the world champion. And if something isn't to his liking, they will make it to his liking, even if it means Perez falls off the pace. Perez clearly suited that car brilliantly at the start of last year and did an amazing job. Should have won in Saudi as well, for example. Um, But once Verstappen got a car he liked, he was trouncing Perez. And I think that's going to be similar. You know, we haven't got a huge regulation change coming into this year. Red Bull know what Verstappen wants and that's what he's going to get. So for me, I think Perez is going to struggle. That's not to say that he deserves to lose his seat or anything like that. He he is the perfect number two driver. And if Mercedes and Ferrari are both there as well, to win the driver's championship, you need to have your strongest foot forward. And that's what Red Bull will do with Verstappen. Yeah, uh, I've also, well... I haven't also. I've gone for Verstappen, but I've gone for a nine out of ten. Um, and you pretty much said word for word everything that I was going to say because I think Verstappen uh, is in the best form he's ever been. And when that car got to his liking, it was quite scary actually. That when the car wasn't to his liking, if you take away the the car failures, um, it would have been right in the championship. Um, and doing extremely well anyway, uh, when his it was supposedly like much more suited to to Sergio, and Sergio liked it a lot more. And now we've got this. I'd be surprised with not a huge change in regulation if they don't arrive first race into the new season, and the car, if not absolutely perfect, is the way Verstappen likes it uh, through through testing and stuff. So a whole season of that um is a difficult will be difficult for for Sergio but it sounds really harsh to say 9 out of 10 but this is exactly why I think Red Bull have the the kind of way they can win the the constructors championship because I've said it so many times I think Hamilton and Russell are going to take points off each other with Mercedes and those kind of uh situations where you have a number one driver um always seems to benefit the championship look how dominant ferrari were with with michael schumacher when they just had a a number two driver so sergio realistically it's a nine out of ten but it doesn't necessarily mean that i think he's going to have an absolute stinker it's because he's against a guy that's driving absolute phenomenon phenomenally and uh the best he's done like in his whole career and he's at the peak of his powers so Nine out of ten powers. Yeah, nine out of ten for Verstappen, and um, I still think Sergio will do uh, a good job and deliver them the constructors' title they want. But he's going up against 
what I would say, or who I would say is the best driver on the grid right now. And his consistency was relentless last year. And I think the Perez will will struggle, but that's not the role that he's taking in that Red Bull. He's not there to win races particularly or win the championship. He's there to pick up the pieces if Verstappen has a problem. Uh, and I'm sure he will do that pretty decently. So uh, we'll have to wait and see. There you go then. That is the teammate rivalries gone through, done and dusted. Tommy, final thoughts? Final thoughts are, oh, I want to say something that's not boring, but I just really want F1 back. <laughs> I can't think of anything Come else other on. than... No, that's not testing. a good enough submission okay. for final thoughts. Okay, um, final thoughts. Oh my God, you've really put me on the spot and I have how nothing. Do you, how do you not see this coming oh, every no. time? We've been going and doing podcasts and chatting for years. Okay, um, do the same for every single drive there apart from... Joe. Joe, I think yeah. we did. Okay, we so did. yeah, let us know what you think, but there's my bold prediction. Team Joe Guan Yu for uh, 2023. That's what a final great thoughts. final thought. He just recapped <laughs> what he'd already said in the podcast. My final thoughts are I cannot wait to do a Twitch watch along with all of you for F1 testing. So if you want to come and join us at the ridiculous time of 6.50 in the morning at UK time, I'm sure we'll go live maybe 10 minutes before that or whenever it starts if I've got that time wrong and uh, we will be live. Uh, Matt P1 Tommy, if you want to go follow us on Twitch and everywhere else as well, we are called that. So lots of love. See you very soon. And, yeah, Formula One's back very soon. Yes! Bye! Bye. P1. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Is a Stack Production and part of the Acast Creator Network.